Nothing breaks the news like the news. Trust me, I can prove it. I'm ready. Let's take on the biggest debates on radio, provide insights, experience, and build an unforgettable discussion together. I am Femi D. Amelie. Let's talk with Femi D. Live is on. This is Femi D. Live. Hello everyone, thank you so much for taking your time to join in this week. It's been an exciting week. Well, maybe not all the excitement. Oh well, thinking about it, the Senators, the House of Representatives, well, most of them are not in action, at least not national action in some sort. They've been away, they've been in their various states, in their various local governments, and I guess the news coverage that they want or would need is not going on as much as they can. So, let's take a few minutes now to reflect on what they have done in the last three years. Can we do that? Well, yes we can. Welcome to the show. This is Femi D Live. I am Femi D. Amelie. Let's get started now. Now, for a few years now, three precisely, that's 2016, 17, 18, 18, yes, 2018, they've been quite active. Moments of controversy going up. And then the moments of controversy going down. But just before it goes down, another controversy comes into play. Well, that would have to be uh, what really has been the hallmark of the Senators and the House of Representatives we have in Nigeria. In the 8th Assembly, they provided some exciting times. And I'm wondering if those times have been quite rewarding for some Nigerians. Maybe you and you and you. Think about these next 10 things, I would say. And tell me if you can connect, if any of them has benefited you in any way. Let's go to number one. Okay, so number one. There's been that moment where the Code of Conduct Bureau, yes, the CCB bill was amended. Yeah, 14 parts of the CCB bill was amended for the purpose of, let me put it in a very nice way. So the Code of Conduct happens to be one of those bureau, one of those agencies, government agencies, that is like the EFCC, the ICPC, not exactly, but kind of. Uh, you tell them what you own or what you have before you went into government and by the time you live in the government, you also tell them what you have. Now, at some point in time, the CCB decided or they found out or they started to investigate uh, Senator Bukola Saraki, who, by the way, is the Senate president and said something doesn't add up to his paperwork as regards what he submitted as having, have not, will have, can have, may have, still have. They didn't add it all up. So, in a move that was going to be drastic, they went on for some years now and decided to investigate uh, the Senate president. And that did not go down well with the guys in the Senate, or the, the senators as we would say them. So they decided that in order to find another way around it, let's take away the powers of the CCB from the president and put them cleverly under the National Assembly. In other words, we can then control what happens to cases or issues that have to do with National Assembly members. Amended 14 parts of the section that relates to, to the National Assembly. They did good with it, but then they did get into that moment of controversy saying, okay, we're going to save, you're going to save all the senators and the House of Representatives from issues that they may face legally. And that doesn't make you good guys. Not good guys. One moment of controversy in the air that a lot of people did not would not forget in the last three years of the 8th assembly let's go to the second one 
immunity clause. Yes, I like this one. So in Nigeria, we have the immunity clause that exists in section 308. Let me look at that somewhere there. Yeah, okay. Section 308. It covers the president, the vice president, the governor, deputy governor. Yeah, pretty much covers those guys or those ladies, depending on if your gender says to guys and ladies. Yeah, it covers anybody who is elected on the platform to be any of those um, representing any of those words. So pretty much we have that. And the National Assembly members decided that it's going to be a great idea if it also covers the Senate President, Deputy Senate President, the Speaker, uh, Deputy Speaker, and pre pretty much the Principal Assembly members. In other words, if there's any trouble going on, they can't be touched at the time because they're being covered by this section 308. It so happens though that it's also around the same time that the Senate President was going through his trial case with the Code of Conduct Tribunal, which of course was now uh, well seated under the Code of Conduct Bureau, which was now seated inside under the National Assembly. So they did everything. It looked like it looked like that the move for the immunity clause was to create a moment to save face of the Senate president and any other person who may be on the lineup to be investigated soon. Yes, there was another one. Another controversy, number three now. The Christian Court Bill. Okay, so there was this, I'm going to pronounce this as fast as I can. It's, it's a tongue roller. The Ecclesiastes, somewhere in the book, not in the book of Ecclesiastes, but the Ecclesiastes, something, something, something. Bill. Okay, the Christian Court Bill. Yeah, the bill that was designed to kind of oversee the issues with were nominating cardinals and the likes of that much of that bill was going to point that if you're going to be a cardinal in nigeria it has to go through the appellate court and the likes of that that bill was being introduced or sponsored by giang dong uh, it's from plateau state yeah and well some other people felt and strongly still do feel that well with a bill such as this it's going to help um the legal system of sharia to take an advantage or be in the position of advantage ahead of the christian bill that was another controversy as packed up by the national assembly members number four gender equality bill even as i say this for my safety i'm going to just cover myself like this so senator biodun olujimi well, did introduce he said equal pay equal job but what other thing everything equal equal rights should go uh, to all the ladies in our lives our mothers and wives and everybody else pretty much but then as uh, she debated and made an argument and case for this it went on and on but then some senators felt hold on woman woman you shouldn't know your place you should not definitely know your place in the society and i remember this debate it was really controversial big time controversial a lot of the senators from the northern part of nigeria felt well culturally this cannot go down well with the country so the argument went on there were people who were pro-women and then there were the people who were no pro-women who felt woman know your place and of course who can take away that idea from uh, a woman's place is in the kitchen i can't remember how president said it or something like that you know help help somebody how did he say oh at the half hour yes thank you very much so gender equality bill did not go down well it was also another controversial moment local government autonomy so 774 local governments in nigeria and yet they're controlled by 36 states comfortably um, but to their own discomfort but people felt oh it's time that the local government guys get their money directly their chairman have some power and they are not really at the services of the governors what they want when they want 
uh, and how they want it. So, local government autonomy, it's like an ancient argument that replayed itself in the 8th Assembly in this last three years, from 2015 to 2018 so far. And yes, it did not go down easy. Not with anybody, not with anybody. So that was another bill. I have a list. Okay, so I'm going to turn this over. Aha! Uh -huh. The NGO bill. Yes, that's the non-government organization bill. Okay, so it was brought up by somebody that was not favored. He's from Kogi State. Uh, he was a rep from there. He's a rep from there, Umar Jibril. It talked about the fact that NGOs should be regulated and there should be a regulatory body created. But then the CAC, pretty much the, the Corporate Affairs Commission in Nigeria oversees, and that's a little bit of how regulation already works. So NGOs in Nigeria felt th this was just axing too much. You already put us in the tight corner. Is it because we're engaging you? Is it because we're telling you you've, that some people are corrupt, some people are not corrupt, and the likes of that? And is that why you're trying to shun and well, pretty much put us in a tight box? Now, on his own part of the argument, he said some NGOs and the way they receive their funding and the way they implement their funding pretty much provides room for terrorism, uh, terrorists uh, to get money going on in the act. And you know how that went down well. Controversial bill number six. Number seven, the budget. Yes, the appropriation bill. 2018 budget went on and on. There was the idea of, oh, they touched the money, they didn't touch the money, there was padding, there was no padding, one zero was missing, one zero was standing in the corridor, likes of that. That was another interesting moment from the National Assembly of the 8th National Assembly for this one. So they're closing out soon, so I just really need to tell you, 2018 bill was didn't go down easy. Spending has never been easy. Number eight, Southeast Development Commission. Okay, so there was the Northeast uh, Development Commission. So a brilliant senator, uh, Chukuka Onyema, well, he said there should be one for the Southeast people because Southeast people uh, are said to be marginalized in Nigeria. So he said they should create a commission, development commission for Southeast people. Now, the only problem was when he was presenting this bill, he refused to stand up. And people felt this was very disrespectful on all rights of it, very disrespectful. So they said, hey, Oga, you have to be on your feet if you're presenting a bill back and forth and back and forth. And by the time he was ready to stand and talk, nay, was much of the overwhelming sound that did go down with that. Ah, another, let me round off with two people now. Hemman Hemben. It was the rep that was told that since he came to place and that his election uh, as uh, the guy representing Benway now, from the, yeah, Benway State, he was sacked from his position. I was told to return all the money as an allowances he has received as a House of Representative member. Okay, he went to the Court of Appeal, eventually landed in the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court said, my guy, go back, pay up. And then uh, there was an election that replaced him, and the man that was now picked was Dorothy Mato. Coming to take up the position took three months because the speaker said he was waiting for proper interpretation of what the court meant uh, regarding him. So that took another three months before that did come into play. Oh, yes, Adumumoni Dubril, my favorite of them all. Controversial. So it was the guy who came forward to say, see, there is budget padding. He came to expose budget padding. Some felt that he was the guy that didn't just get his own measure of the budget padding. So it uh, did really come out strong to say, this one I know, that one I know. This money goes there, this money goes there. That, 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 sharing and sharing and sharing and sharing and sharing. Okay, so he exposed that. So he got um, suspended for 180 legislative days. 180 legislative days. Everybody said this guy is done. 
and yes he kept writing kept writing kept granting interviews and when it was time for him to come back they said they would not accept him back unless he tenders an apology to say i am very very sorry you know those type of assignments your mother gives you where's the pen he gives you a pen and says oh this is not a pen but i'm gonna make two of it yeah uh, i finally have a pen yes one pen i am sorry i will not do it again again i'm sorry i will not do it again well he was told to write a letter of apology and nope my guy was not going to write a letter of apology so if you ask me those were 10 moments of controversy that you will have observed in the last three years under the eighth national assembly that we've experienced but wait i'm sure you do know more what do you think let me have your list right down just below here write your comments let me know what you think what are the other controversial moments you picked up during this time of the national assembly hmm are you thinking what i'm thinking there's plenty but oh yeah write what you think remember to subscribe to like and drop your comments right here and there i will interact i'll write back to you as regards what you think uh, i'm available on twitter facebook and on instagram at family live and yes you can also catch up with the show at any time on any of the other platforms that you find family live that's a lot of them right about 20 amplified radio tuning stitcher youtube facebook everywhere you can find me i am there i'm there i'm there behind you listen up those were 10 controversial moments of the national assembly in the last three years maybe on the next edition i'll talk about the bills that were passed were they really effective how that would they affect you well those are the moments they were rushed in the last few years thanks for listening i'm Femdi. see you next time This is Femi D Live. A great talk show unravels your thinking, makes you stop to listen, engages you in a debate of opinions. I believe this man knows what he is doing. He is a Nigerian. And ultimately brings you to the king of talk radio, Femi D Live.